This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The Alabama House could be voting this week on the constitutional carry bill. That bill would do away with the need for a person to pay a permit fee in order to carry a concealed weapon. Some law enforcement leaders have argued against the bill, saying it's a source of income to law enforcement agencies, as well as it provides another means of determining if a firearm is stolen or not. Proponents of the bill say that the U.S. Constitution provides for law-abiding citizens to carry a weapon without seeking permission first to do so. House Speaker Mac McCutcheon has indicated a vote on the bill in the Alabama House could come as early as this Tuesday. A federal judge is dismissing a federal lawsuit that was filed against Alabama Congressman Mo Brooks. U.S. District Judge Amit Mehta says that the comments that Brooks made at a political rally in Washington, D.C. were well within his rights under the First Amendment. The day that Brooks spoke at the Trump rally to over a million or more Americans was on January 6th. Several hundred people went on down the road to breach the Capitol building after that rally. The lawsuit was filed against Brooks by House Democrat Eric Swalwell. In the lawsuit, Brooks and others were named who spoke at the rally, including President Trump, and were maligned as causing the behavior of those protesters. A University of Alabama official has resigned from his position after being criminally charged for soliciting a prostitute. 50-year-old Myron Pope was at Alabama as the vice president of student life. His arrestment His arrest occurred last week as part of the West Alabama Human Trafficking Task Force sting operation. Pope has been released from jail after posting bond. UA President Stuart Bell released a statement over the situation saying it's difficult news to disclose about Pope and his actions and that Bell will appoint an interim VP for that position. Pope took the position back in 2020. And about that human trafficking task force, West Alabama authorities were able to arrest 15 men for soliciting prostitution. The men arranged to meet and pay for sex by using an online app. That's when undercover agents took part in meeting up with those men at the determined location and arresting them. Task Force Commander Captain Phil Simpson says a full list of the names of the men will be released on Monday. Congratulations to Chelsea Hunter of Macon County. Chelsea is a female hunter who was able to bag a 242-pound 13-point buck this hunting season. Hunter did so on some family land on January 4th of this year. Hunter says she spotted the buck a year ago in that same area. The day she saw him for the second time was actually a spur-of-the-moment decision to go out into the woods and hunt. That's when the buck came out of the woods and near Hunter's deer stand. The buck was distracted because he was chasing two other does. That's when Hunter went in for the kill shot. I'm sure there's a larger lesson to be learned from that whole story if you want to find it. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the Russian ambassador to the U.S. says, Nyet, Russia has no invasion plans to be enacted when it comes to Ukraine. Anatoly Anatov spoke with CBS News on Sunday after U.S. media outlets started reporting that Russian President Vladimir Putin had issued approved invasion plans to the Russian troops that were all located along the Ukrainian border. There is no innovation and there is no such plans. It was fixed in Russian documents that we conveyed to our American friends in the State Department. Russia has publicly 
decided, it, uh, declared its uh, readiness to continue the diplomatic efforts to resolve all outstanding issues. Russian troops are on a sovereign Russian uh, territory. We don't threaten anyone. The Family Research Council is petitioning the Biden administration to step in and take action on the number of Islamic kidnappers in Pakistan who are forcing underage Christian girls into marriage and slavery. The Family Research Council wants the Biden administration to put pressure on Pakistani officials during any upcoming diplomatic meetings and to consider using sanctions as a means of getting Pakistani leadership to take action. In a report that was issued by the Family Research Council, the whole issue was described as a serious human rights violation that involves forced conversion, forced marriage, and an unwillingness of Pakistan government to protect its minority citizens. The report also says that embedded Islamic ideology has forced hundreds of Christian and Hindu girls to face repeated rape, physical violence, and domestic servitude. If parents seek any kind of help through the court system for their daughter, it is often slanted in favor of the perpetrators. This week, Truth Social is scheduled to be up and running for new accounts. Truth Social is a new platform that's been created by the Trump Media and Technology Group. Chief Executive Officer is Devin Nunes. Nunes said that Truth Social will be rolling out on the Apple App Store and that by the end of March should be fully operational within the U.S. A little over a year ago, Trump's Twitter account was permanently disabled, his Facebook account frozen, and YouTube started censoring anything related to Trump and the January 6th rally. Trump's oldest son, Donald Trump Jr., has managed to stay on Twitter without being completely cut off. He recently posted a screenshot of Trump Sr.'s handle on Truth Social, with the same handle being real Donald Trump. Donald Trump Jr. said, get ready for your favorite president. He will see you soon. Ted Nugent will be headed to join the U.S. trucker convoy that gets underway starting in California on February 23rd. The convoy is planning to head to Washington, D.C. to show solidarity with the freedom convoy that's happening in Canada. Former rock and roller Nugent spoke on Newsmax about his plans quite simple. You hear all this talk about we're divided, there's divisive. Well, of course we are. I'm divided between good against evil and dishonesty and rot and criminal corruption, which describes, you know, Fidel Jr. up there in the snowland. Those are great, great people up there. They live by work ethic and being the best that they can be. And certainly that describes the truckers here in America. I mean, I have campfires every hunting season with the Teamsters and with those truck drivers. I know these guys. I am these guys. I had a big zebra Ford Bronco with 900 horsepower that gets exactly 600 yards to the gallon. So I'm going to go join those guys and make sure that the middle finger stays on fire because good people support them. Rotten people are against them. And old Fidel Jr. perfected that. I'll tell you what they represent. Truth, logic, common sense, goodwill, decency, the Constitution, God, family, country, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, a work ethic that literally provides the quality of life for everybody in North America. Truckers, good. Bureaucrats, bad. It it sounds like a wide stroke of a brush because it is. Truckers, good bureaucrats bad and they better get in line because the truckers are in charge 
And a Canadian-born actress who is now here in the U.S., Evangeline Lilly, is speaking out about the trucker protest and the actions of the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. Lilly posted a video to social media urging Trudeau to meet with the protesters in Ottawa rather than send in police to rough them up. When you became Prime Minister of Canada, you did not just become the Prime Minister of the people who agreed with you. You became Prime Minister of every Canadian. You don't get to pick and choose who you will care about. It is your civic duty to care about all Canadians, even those who you disagree with. Treating them with prejudice, suspicion, and illegal repression is not care. In Ottawa this past weekend, several Royal Canadian Mounties rode their horses into the crowds, causing people to run, trip, and fall. In some cases, an elderly woman with a walker was trampled by the horse. She is in serious condition with her injury. Several people in the crowds posted to social media the ground video of what happened when those horses came through. Here comes the horses. Listening to the Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss Phil Williams on Right Side Radio as he talks about the Rush Limbaugh legacy. Over time, he became the unequivocal voice of conservatism. He could set the standard, he could change a direction. American presidents came on his show, and some, like Bill Clinton, would even say out loud that they hated the fact that Rush could talk about them for three straight hours. He once said that he was asked numerous times why he didn't run for office himself. And his response was that he knew without a doubt that he could be far more effective for the cause, sitting ensconced behind the golden EIB microphone. And I'd I'd say he was right. So how did his passing change my life, though? Well, because it opened the door to Right Side Radio. You see, the true story is that I never once imagined that I would have a radio show. I'll be honest with you, I didn't. It would have been a laughable notion before, you know, talk three hours? What would I say? Who would listen? How does that even work? Well, God had something else in mind, apparently, because soon after Rush passed away, I got a call from Dale Jackson right here at WVNN. And the conversation went something like me answering the phone and saying, hey, man, what are you doing? To which Dale responded with something typical like, living the dream. And I believe I laughed and I said, well, what's up? And he responded by saying, well, Rush Limbaugh died. And I paused for a second, thinking that maybe he was having some kind of a moment of grief or something. So I asked, "Um, you all right? And he goes, yeah, but I've got three hours I got to fill now. So I told my boss, I want to have a Phil Williams show. Knock me down with a feather. Well, that started a whole series of brainstorming and haggling and talking and thinking and lots of praying. And in the end, Charlene and I decided we had to step into this opportunity and see what God would do. I was reminded of the verse that says that, quote, Abraham followed God into the wilderness, not even knowing where he was going. Well, that describes Charlene and I, let me tell you. And folks, we went all in. It was a complete pivot of our lifestyle, our daily routines, our income stream, all of it. And I wouldn't change it for the world. It's already become so much more than I could have imagined. 
If you're enjoying The Daily Detail, remember, go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts in order to subscribe and get these reports daily to your electronic device or smartphone. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 